The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What is up, everybody? Hope you had a great week one. Thank you for joining me for this video. Going to be talking to you all about week two streaming options. Going to hit quarterback, tight end, defense, and kicker. So without further ado, let's just dive right into it. Let's hit on the quarterback streaming options for week two. Let's kick things off with Kirk Cousins against Arizona. Now, I don't think Kirk Cousins is, you know, being held back the way that, you know, Russ Wilson is with Seattle, but I do find it super frustrating that Mike Zimmer treats him as if, you know, he's he's an Alex Smith kind of quarterback. Whenever Kirk Cousins' back is against the wall and he's forced to throw, he puts up some pretty solid games for fantasy purposes. Since 2019, when Cousins has at least 35 pass attempts, he's averaging 284 passing yards and just over two touchdowns in each of those games. I think it's 14 games. I think we see that again. I don't think that Arizona's defense is as good as what the box score might indicate with their game against uh, Tennessee this past weekend. I think it's more of a case of, you know, Tennessee just coming out flat, looking a little lost more so than it is Arizona forcing them into those situations. They, they do have some nice talent. Chandler Jones, obviously a beast. The young linebackers, Buda Baker is a monster in the secondary, but I think it's going to be one of those games where Kirk Cousins and the Vikings are forced to throw. This game opened up with a 51-point over-under. The Vikings have a 23.25 implied point total, and it's going to be one of those games where Mike Zimmer dies just a little bit inside because they're going to have to throw more than 17 times. Up next, let's go with Teddy Bridgewater at Jacksonville. Do I really need to say anything else other than this defense just allowed Tyrod Taylor to throw for almost 300 yards. Like, I think I could literally just end it there. In Tyrod's career, he only has eight games where he's thrown for 275 or more yards. And then he just lit up this defense week one. We already have rumblings that things are going way south with Urban Meyer. He's losing the locker room and all sorts of those things. So it already looks like it's shaping up to just be an absolute flaming bag of poo inside of a dumpster fire, just an absolute train wreck disaster for the for, for Jacksonville. Now, obviously losing Jerry Judy doesn't help Teddy Bridgewater, but still has enough options there. Noah Fant had a really nice game. Cortland Sutton was quiet, but I could see him getting back to his old self in this game. KJ Hamler, we know, can take the top off the defense, and if he can just catch the ball, he would have a, a nice stat line from last week as well. So, 
I think Teddy B is uh, another streaming option here that you can go with. Mac Jones going up against the Jets is another option I like. This defense just allowed Sam Darnold to throw the seventh highest passing yardage total of his career against him last week, completed over 68% of his passes. Mac Jones looked really well, you know, going up in what should be a tougher matchup going up against Miami last week, completed nearly 75% of his passes, went for 281 and a score. So going up against the Jets, don't really need to say much else. So I think he's another option. Last one I want to hit on in deep leagues, Taylor Heineke. Obviously with Fitz going down, Heineke was 0.1% rostered or something like that in ESPN leagues. So two quarterback leagues, super flex, you can add him. If you're in like a 16 team or, or higher, I think you can look at him as well. Fitz did go on IR, so he's looking at, you know, six to eight weeks until he can return. So I think Heineke offers, you know, so a little bit of longer term option in your deeper leagues as well. But he's someone who you're obviously going to be looking at. Super flex leagues, he's probably going to be the top ad this week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Moving on to tight end. First up, let's hit on Cole Komet going up against the Bengals. Now, last week against the Rams, Chicago had 40 pass attempts. Komet ran 32 routes. Jimmy Graham only played 14 total snaps. So if we look at week one combined with what we saw toward the end of last season, the way the, the playing times are trending between those two, Komet is the clear number one. Uh, Jimmy Graham, I think, is going to mix in on, you know, some some red zone work, which might limit Komet's upside. But in terms of, you know, if we have to worry about uh, a split here, a rotation here between these two, we don't. It's clear that Komet is the guy. Last week, Komet had the second-highest targets tied with Darnell Mooney with seven. A-Raw was the only one who had more than them with 11. So if you need an option for this week, I think Komet is a good one to have. Option number two, Jared Cook versus Dallas. Now, this was a team that we were worried about. We might see a rotation at tight end. But if week one is any, any indication, Jared Cook is going to be the guy. Last week, Herbert had 41 pass attempts. Cook was in on 36 of those snaps and ran a route on 31 of Herbert's 41 dropbacks. Donald Parham and Steven Anderson combined for 21 routes ran. So Cook is going to be the guy. We're looking at this game. It has the fourth highest point total in the week. The Chargers have the fifth highest implied point total. So after Keenan gets his, after Mike Williams gets his, there's still going to be plenty of volume to go around. I think Jared Cook could be a guy you could stream this week if you have to. For the deeper streaming option at tight end this week, I'm going to look at Adam Troutman. Now, I know people are going to look at this box score. They're going to see Jawan Johnson. He had the two touchdowns. But if we look at the usage and the snap numbers, Troutman literally doubled up Johnson on routes run and targets. Johnson only had three targets, caught all three, had two touchdowns. We can't count on that going forward. Seems like he's still going to be a part of this offense. But Troutman had 18 routes run to uh, Jawan's nine and had six targets to his three. So if we're going to continue to see usage like that, I think you could throw in Troutman. But one of the other guys I just talked about should be more available. And I would go with them over Troutman until we see this 
uh, you know, for a couple more weeks. For defense, if Cleveland is available, obviously they have Houston. They are the number one option, but they're only available in 40% of ESPN League. So look a little bit further. The Saints at Carolina. I know Darnold looked good in his debut as a Panther. Only had one sack, lost one fumble. But we know what happens to Darnold when you get pressure in his face. Obviously, a couple years ago when he was mic'd up for that game, was talking about seeing ghosts and, and all that and got slammed for that. But we, we know that is part of you know what can make Darnold crumble a little bit. The Saints defense obviously looked a lot stronger than I think what a lot of us were expecting. The Panthers also have the lo- the fifth lowest implied point total on the week. So Darnold could have one of those games where he's forced into some bad decisions here. You know, the Saints can get a couple of sacks and maybe a turnover or two. Second streaming option, Panthers versus Detroit. Basically everything I just said about Darnold can be applied here to, to Jared Goff, right? A lot of the same uh, MO, get pressure in his face force him into bad decisions. That's when Goff tends to fall apart. I know fantasy-wise and box score-wise, Goff had himself a, a really respectable day against a strong 49ers defense, but we also have to remember they were banged up. There was no Javon Kinlaw, no Emmanuel Mosley. Jason Verrett went down with, a, with another torn ACL. So I'm expecting, hoping Green Bay to bounce back. And I, I it wouldn't surprise me at all if we see Green Bay do to Detroit what the Saints just did to to Green Bay. So I think this could be one of those bad Jared Goff games. Last and certainly most definitely least kickers. If you need a if you need streamers for kickers this week, I'm uh, not going to go into detail. Ryan Suckup, Matt Prater uh, are going to be the top options here. Both are playing at home. Both have a high implied point totals. But if you need a deeper add for for whatever reason. Uh, Chase McLaughlin of the Browns. Like I said earlier, they have the uh, they, they have Houston. They're at home. Don't need to say anything else. That is going to wrap up the week two streaming options. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe if you are not subscribed yet. Hit us with a like. Any questions, drop them on any of our YouTube videos or jump into the Discord where we are talking fantasy football all day long. We'll be sure to answer you then.